This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. You're listening to The Liz in Detroit Show, talking real estate in the metro Detroit area. Thank you, and welcome everyone to episode 10 of The Liz in Detroit Show. Thank you all for tuning in again today. Um, Again, my name is Liz Tintinale, selling Metro Detroit Real Estate, also an agent with Real Estate One. If you need to reach me, please feel free to give me a call on my cell phone, 313-617-2699, or, of course, my website, lizindetroit.com, on Facebook and Twitter, again, lizindetroit.com, Um and, of course, email lt at lizindetroit.com. Once again, I'd love to always give homage to um, the infatuations for that fabulous intro song that I have to my show. And once again, I have the wonderful Christian Dreheim with me today. Yay! Hello, Liz. Hello. How are you? Um, before we get into actually talking business and some music a little bit later, I just want to give a... A brief update on some cool new listings that I have right now and things going on this weekend. Um, uh, last podcast, I talked about a property that I actually have in Bloomfield Hills, um, 6760 Birmingham Club Drive. And this coming Sunday, I'll be hosting an open house at the property. So if you are interested or have anybody that is looking for a really fabulous ranch in Bloomfield Hills. It's near the Oakland Hills Country Club. Um, we'll have it open this Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. You can look for more details um, on my website as well as realtor.com, Zillow, because all of that will be posted. Also picked up a great new listing in the um, Arts Center area, just north of where I'm at right now, finishing up the sales at the Park Shelton. There's the historic Ferry Street. You've got the Ferry Street Inn. Um, listed a beautiful condo, 405 East Ferry, apartment 2A. It's a lovely three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath condo on the market for 319 It's got a huge um, storage space in the basement, opportunity for hookup for laundry either in the basement or in the main living space, and it comes with two parking spaces. So that's beautiful. Um, Curb did a great um, uh, article on it, so it's definitely been bumped up there and things to see in the city. Also have some r- great rentals coming up, one in Eastern Market come October, November, a fabulous two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath in the FD loft, so you can contact me for more details on that. Um, and then I've got some new listings coming up in the new center area, very affordable in a beautiful building called Graymont Manor. Um, I have a two bedroom that's coming up on the market for 79000 which is a great bargain as we see Midtown um, focusing a lot of their redevelopment now that we're kind of bring, bridging the gap between um, Midtown and New Center. And so we'll be seeing lots of great things happening in the New Center community over the course of the next couple of years and as well as within the next year as the light rail gets finished. So take advantage of those prices as they stand right now, still under 100000 So it's a great bargain as things will probably continue to escalate um, once the light rail is um, completed. But without further ado, I would like to bring attention to Christian, who is with us again today. 
um, to talk a lot more about fabulous mortgage programs that he has going on with his uh, mortgage company, which is Arbor One Mortgage Group, which is actually a division of Mortgage One. They've got some really fabulous products right now. Um, whether you're a first-time buyer looking for an FHA program, whether it be um, a straight loan or a rehab loan, as well as the doctor loan program that they have. And he's going to talk about all of these, as well as loans that hit close to my heart, which is the non-warrantable condo. Because as, as much as I would like to say that all condos in Detroit are warrantable, they are not. So it's great to see that there are mortgage programs out there that can provide great interest rates, less money down, that can actually get you into those great condos that may not be warrantable. So Christian, I'm going to pass it on to you. All right, Liz, thanks for having me here today. I forgot to tell you, I, go, I, I came up with this really campy thing to blend the music and the mortgage together. I go okay. by the Rock and Roll Mortgage Guy. <laughs> I even have a website, therockandrollmortgageguy.com. That's where people can find me. That's, That's an N instead of an and. Love it. Love it. But um, So I recently joined forces with Arbor One Mortgage Group, and a big reason I made the decision to go there you know, part of it, obviously, the team I joined and the back office and the processing team's incredible, so it can turn the loans around at a quick time. Um, but the bigger thing, in addition to that, was the product line. Mm-hmm. You know, having access to non-warrantable condos, being a Detroit resident that is also a musician. I talk to a lot of folks that want to move into Detroit, you know, artists and musicians and whatnot. And I got to pass up on a lot of financing in the past because I didn't have an outlet. Sure. So now with not, I have access to non-warrantable condo financing with as little as 5% down. And the rates are comparable to buying a single family home with 5% down with which a regular is, conventional loan. Which is huge because you often think you're going to get penalized with the non-warrantable loan and pay a higher interest rate. So Correct. Mm-hmm. And if you can find one. Sure. You know, without 20% down. Right, right. So usually in the past, what I've seen with those programs, a lot of times the rates are high and cost points to get them in addition to a huge down payment. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to have that outlet. And um, you're actually the first person I'm sharing this info with out of all my realtor contacts. Ooh, we're special. You found me my place to live. <laughs> yeah. I greatly appreciate so, yeah. that. <laughs> Believe you me, I that's I, I get more pleasure out of people like yourself, like helping people that I know, you know, that are actually friends of mine find places because oftentimes people, you know, I don't know, you know, they don't want to lo- use an, a, a person that they know as their realtor if things go wrong or whatever. But no, I mean, I especially I, I very much like to keep people happy. So thank you. Well, thank you. So give us a rundown. Like, um, let's set this up like. First and foremost, let's talk about the non-warrantable condos. So tell us kind of like what you have to have for qualification, whether it be qualifying the buyer themselves or the project. Like what well, information do you need? Well, we we have a condo questionnaire that's completed mm-hmm. and they make it super easy. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of red tape that you jump through unless it's, you know, the number one unit being built and there's nothing of the common elements built yet. And this is the sure. per- first person moving in for before the rest of the building is constructed. Right. Yeah. That might be a little bit tricky. Okay. You know, okay. but I don't think the this city would let you move into a building that's not constructed all the way yet either. Right. You know, I'm not talking finishing construction. I'm talking about, you know, the basic foundation sure. and everything. Um, but I ran into an interesting situation with a property in Wald Lake where they started adding more phases and did some other strange things. And I'll know in the next couple of days, but it's looking really good. They haven't asked for a whole lot of other information. They're reviewing an appraisal in there right now. And uh-huh. everybody else around town has said no. So, And they've said no for what reason? Um, 
they, not of over appraisal or over other just the structure of the all of the, the new construction they decided to add additional phases and common areas got it this unit fortunately has been established for some time you mm-hmm. know the, the sellers had it for a while mm-hmm. and everything was fine until they started to to change their bylaws. And, and that was the big thing. They amended a few things in their sure. bylaws that made it really complicated for most places to do. Got it. Where these guys looked at that and they said, no, we don't have a problem with that. If you know, And if, especially if this unit's in a building that's already 90% occupied, which it's 100% occupied. That's probably what sa- is saving it at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. one thing that's really that I – you bring up a really good point. Off, more often than not, when I'm seeing, you know, the – categorization of whether or not something is warrantable versus non-warrantable. You know, unless you're an agent listing a property and know what questions to ask those condominium associations, they don't know through, you know, based on how they're being managed, what kinds of things they have to keep up to date or modify in order to keep them warrantable or what, you know, well, that's a moving target too. Yeah. And if they're not financeable, maybe there's simple things that they can do to actually put themselves in a category so they could be warned or you know even non-warrantable but still be able to get financing. Yeah, I, I mean I've seen properties go from being warrantable to non-warrantable mm-hmm. because all of a sudden somebody sold to an investor and the concentration of investor-owned properties in a in a project you know changed by one unit. Yeah, that's crazy. And I had a you know, last year when I was with a, my former employer, mm-hmm. I had a transaction fall apart because of that. And I didn't have an outlet for it. Yeah. So and they fortunately, you know, we were able to find them a place to do it at the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had some time into that and they were skeptical about the loan officer. So I was hand holding a lot on the transaction I was really no longer involved with. Sure. You know, but I said, look, whatever makes you comfortable, ask me questions. But I think, you know, what he's offered you is it's great. Run with it. Exactly. Um, yeah. So now from that, the non warrantable, I've been focusing a lot on the. Um, FHA and conventional rehab loans. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely something that your um, new lender group can provide. So yeah. So in non-warrantable terms, this is not an FHA situation at correct, all. Correct. Right. Right. Um, and for conventional renovation loans, it's mm-hmm. not going to work for a non-warrantable condo. Mm-hmm. It's going to have to meet the Fannie Well, most lenders can't. You can't do a rehab loan on a condo, period. They're not really offering that. I don't. I haven't found that you can yeah, do Yeah, I mean, possibly on the Fannie Mae Homestyle mm-hmm. reno- renovation program. Okay. I mean, as long as it's owner-occupied. Because I've usually done like a, a refi. The only way you can get the money out is correct. to do a refi. Well, yeah. there, there's a purchase version out there. Okay. So right. you know, we'd ha- it would just really depend on that property. Got it. And that, you know... That's going to be a tough one. Sure. But I'm, I would go up. I, w- I would fight that one. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's an mm-hmm. established project and the guy, like my neighbors, they bought a place that was perfectly fine, gutted it, moved the kitchen, redid the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that would have been a great candidate. Sure. For that type of loan. Yeah. Um, and they could have qualified. They Fortunately for them, they had cash. Must be nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But this day and age, I'm seeing a lot of that still. Yeah. But yeah, what I've run into traditionally with the non-warrantable programs, it's non-warrantable to a degree. Mm-hmm. Where this mm-hmm. seems to be a little more. All right, we can get into an early phase of a project. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as common areas are done and some of that stuff, you know, we can get into closing, provided they have CFO to move in. Sure. So. Sure. Now back to the um, the rehab loans. Are there different kinds even in the FHA? There's like, isn't there an FHA 203KA and a 203KB? 
No, right? no. There there's there's two hundred three B is the okay. regular FHA loan, and mm-hmm. then the renovation loan mm-hmm. is the two hundred three K, and then for a FHA condo, when you buy one, it's a two thirty four C. Got it. Okay. So if you found a condo that was FHA eligible, you could get a two hundred three K loan on that. Okay. Okay. So it, the condo project would have to be FHA approved already, though. Walk us through the steps again. If a buyer's, you know, looking at a house that. Say, you know, they, they have a maximum purchase power of, let's say, $200,000, and they find a house that's maybe priced at eighty or ninety that they might be able to squeeze out a little bit less. And it dem- definitely demonstrates about a hundred grand worth of rehab work needed to get it, you know, um, and values are there. What's, is, is, as best as you can outline, kind of like a step-by-step process a buyer would do if they want to obtain a rehab loan to get that particular property? Well, the first thing is they should mm-hmm. call me to get pre-qualified before mm-hmm. they're shopping for a home without having their financing line, especially right. when it comes down to a renovation loan. Okay. Um, then the second step, once pre-qualification and documentation has all been reviewed, mm-hmm. find a home. You find a home, put your offer in. You come to terms with the seller. Everybody's on the same page. Then from there, this is where it gets a bit different than your normal process. Usually Mm -hmm. the next part of the process, you have your private home inspection done. Everything goes okay there. Then you have your appraisal done and you're moving forward. Well, this is where things change a little bit. Instead of having a regular old private home inspection, which you could do, it's not mandatory, but you could could still do that if you'd like. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we're talking a, a big renovation. So this would be the full standard 203k renovation loan right. that's over 35,000 yep. in this okay. scenario. Okay. So you would need a an approved FHA 203k HUD consultant. Okay. So someone who's been approved, you can find them on HUD's website. Mm-hmm. And um, this person will go in and do a feasibility study. We'll tell you everything that needs to be done and come up with the average price in the area that you're buying the home. So mm-hmm. southeastern Michigan, you know, contractors should all be within a few bucks of each other. But this person helps kind of you know, determine what the price can exceed. You know, if things come in lower at the end, that's fine. And they'll put a list together of all the required FHA repairs that have to be done. Then as a home buyer, you might say, well, I, in this new kitchen, I like this, but I instead of the standard Formica countertops, I want granite. Right, right. Or I want to do these custom cabinets with these special knobs. Yeah. So those all would be option items mm-hmm. that add into the budget. Now, we have to be careful when we start adding things like that in. It's not common in the area. You might start getting a little expensive for your budget, and you might have appraisal issues. Okay. So let's talk about that next part of it. So you get all of your numbers together, all mm-hmm. the repairs, and once everybody's on the same page with that, and mm-hmm. at that point it's the buyer and the 203K consultant, mm-hmm. then you hire your uh, general contractor who will have to go through a you know, small approval process to make sure everything's good there. They have to be licensed and insured. If they have employees, they have to have workman's comp insurance and things of that nature. Okay. Um, so oftentimes I know buyers, to, to interject, buyers think, well, is there some work that I know I, I, I want to do myself? Like, there, you know, can I do that? Do we have to get a Traditionally, yeah. 203Ks, FHA does allow for self-help, mm-hmm. but I don't know of a lender out there that will allow it. I think too many people have gotten themselves in trouble. Well, and it's all in the contractor that they pick and how that working relationship goes from start to finish and how they can incorporate that in. I know that. Well, it used to be you could be your own general contractor Mm -hmm. and hire everything else out, Mm -hmm. get all the subcontractors. But, you know, unfortunately, you have to have a general contractor who's licensed and insured, oversees the entire project. And then as the construction phase is going on, Mm -hmm. the 203K HUD consultant is going to be inspecting 
each phase of construction before a draw is issued. So let's jump back a little bit yes. and I'll explain what okay. all of that means. Yep. So you get everything put together with a feasibility study. You get your contractor. He puts basically his bid together and you know reviews it with a 203K consultant. They get their numbers together. And then from there, now we can order an appraisal. So we're a few weeks out right. at this point. You know, this Correct. might take two, three weeks to have all of those numbers put together before we can order an appraisal. And, you know, in your typical world, an appraisal is ordered within a couple of days or a day of the inspection being done, hopefully right. on the same day. Right. You know, right. provided the, the buyer has all their other stuff in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 203K is a different animal in that it might be a couple, two, three, four weeks, depending on how big of a job it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they're looking for a contractor after they found a house, right. it, it, it might take even longer. Yeah. So it's, it's good to have an idea before you're going into this who your contractor is going to be, because that can be a nightmare too. But fortunately, HUD protects folks. They yeah. only allow contractors and these projects to take a, at the most six months. So they're not hanging out there for a while. So when it comes to like time frames, so you're, it's a lot, again, it's a lot to have to figure out when you're the buyer going into this kind of scenario. And this is where it helps to have an agent who's skilled to know how to factor in the timing for all this. Because as, as you said, like having all your ducks in a row is really important to know how things timely will be. And I know I usually estimate at least a 60-day window, if not a 75-day window, when, when you're involving a greater kind of rehab loan for that very issue of lining up contractors, getting all the bids in time, as well as, you know, adjusting possible pushback for appraisal issues and where you might need to scale back on, you know, on that renovation um, breakdown quote to make all the numbers work. Right. And that you can't really order the appraisal until that's in place. Right. So the, and then the appraiser is going to give us two values to work with and mm-hmm. as is based mm-hmm. on the condition that you're buying it in mm-hmm. and an after improved. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of money out of pocket, mm-hmm. it's still a three and a half percent down payment. But right. instead of being based on the sales price, it's based on the acquisition cost. So it's your sales price plus your renovation amount. So if now you're talking your $80,000 purchase price and is going to be a whole project of two hundred thousand. Right. Your down payment's based on two hundred thousand. Got it. Got it. Uh, the the seller can contribute seller concessions. Okay. Just like FHA, it's uh-huh. up to six percent. Okay. Uh, of the contract sales price, not the loan amount, just the right. sales price. So right. eighty thousand dollars, six percent. You know, doesn't even get you six grand. Yeah. However, fortunately, your down payment's small. You do incur some additional closing costs mm-hmm. due to having a a two hundred three k HUD consultant. The inspection fees and a lot of that's factored into the budget. A nice thing that you can do too, which I find this to be very attractive, especially for people that are currently they own a home, they're selling or they're paying rent. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you have a construction project, it's going to take six months, and paying rent and a mortgage might be a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. But we can finance up to six mortgage payments into the renovation costs. Mm. So there's some neat things about that. So you know, if you have a Let's say you have a $100,000 renovation mm-hmm. and the you know, the utilities are turned off. Well, right away, we're going to add a 20% contingency reserve mm-hmm. because the utilities don't work. And that's a right. just in case. Right. You open right. up some walls, you find out some other things, you have some more budget to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, And at the end of the day, if there's any money left over, it's used to pay down the principal balance of the loan. And people don't have to close again. You mm-hmm. just have your loan and... You know, ideally, you'll want to get into a conventional loan at some point, but sure. you're going to have to wait a little while, at least six months, um, 
before you're going to be eligible to do a conventional loan. Difference between the FHA rehab loan and the conventional um, renovation loan. What's the difference in credit scores and qualifications for the two? FHA with the 203K loan, um, you know, you can get, I've seen, you know, as low as a 620 being done on that. Mm -hmm. So um, you can, with a conventional loan, the guidelines might say that you have to have an automated approval, but you're Mm going to get killed on the mortgage insurance premiums on a conventional Mm -hmm. loan if you're below a 680 credit score. Got it. So it's kind of case by case, depending on the, on the customer and their financial profile. And the other thing, with the conventional loan, it's it's a little more limiting when it mm-hmm. comes to debt-to-income ratio, too. Mm-hmm. With a 203K loan, it's a little more liberal in that sense and allows you a little more flexibility. Is there any way with the FHA um, rehab loan that you can do a loan without the HUD consultant? Or is the HUD consultant only brought in when it exceeds 35000 No, it depends on some of the repairs, too. Got it. So, okay. You could have a $20,000 rehab, but if it's a major repair, you might have to have a consultant oversee it. Okay. Who um, determines whether or not you need a consultant? FHA. Got it. Their guidelines. So, I mean, we can tell by looking at the guidelines based sure. on the repairs. If it's paint, carpet, and mm-hmm. cosmetic things and you know nothing major, you're going to be able to do a streamline, they call that. But say if you like have to... Where your max budget is re- 35000 including all your contingencies and other fees. So it's not really a true $35,000 in repairs. But if you need maybe things involving more like construct, um, you know, structural repairs, major plumbing and electrical, they may require that. that Correct. Consultant. Okay. Yeah, d- yep, depending on okay. what that repair is and also depending on what you start running into with plans and specs. I've seen these things where a city gets involved, mm-hmm. and if it, if the city gets involved, and you have to have an architect, mm-hmm. your process could go from sixty days to six months. Yeah. So I've only seen that once or twice, and I've closed a lot of two hundred three Ks in the last ten years. Well, it's very interesting that you bring that up. Small segues. Um, as I've been selling units at the Park Shelton, more or less in their as-is state, I've had a couple of um, buyers that have been looking into extensive renovation and kitchens and such to open up the space and. Um, when they go, so they've got, so they have a licensed contractor. Now mm-hmm. the city is requiring that they want to see architectural drawings with all of the plans before they're approved. And in this case, even the condominium association wants a, to see architectural drawings. So they have to approve too, huh? Right. Even so though they're doing this inside? Correct. Wow. Well, because it's the nature of the building. They want to make sure if there are any type of changes that are being done, like kitchen removing walls, and it Oh, maybe yep. may or may not be involving major structural things, but it could involve things like electrical and plumbing, that it's being done right and all the proper permits are being pulled and they've got all the proper plans. So it wouldn't be an issue, you know. Um, it's not causing, so much a cosmetic issue. It's right. structural. So it's, ca- you know, that would cause any duress or change in the cohabitation of other residents in the building. That's a biggie thing. Yep. You know, okay, so you're not going to, ca- you know, cause someone above you and below you or anyone in that entire stack to not have water for like two days kind of thing. So So having a radio station on the bottom floor is probably not a good idea there. May not work. May not work. So um, the doctor loan. So I, again, deal with a lot of incoming and residents. Wait, can I interrupt real quick? Oh, sure. I just want to make a, like, when it comes to, you brought up a great point about uh-huh. renovation loans in that building. Yes. So here's the thing that's limiting about FHA's 203K. Okay. Your max loan amount collectively mm-hmm. combined, two seventy one fifty dollars Conventional, okay. 417 Yeah. So that's where the conventional one 
really starts to shine. Yeah. But, you, you know, you're going to have to be a stronger buyer. And well, if you're I, buying in the park, Shelton, you're, you're going to have to be pretty solid. Well, personally, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to look on the HUD website, but I don't really know what projects in the city of Detroit or even FHA approved right now. Well, There's if there may be one or two, but I can't think they're more than what that. Even I have seen a lot of not just in Detroit, but yeah. in southeastern Michigan, mm-hmm. are a lot of expirations Correct. on projects that yes. were approved, and people are like, yeah, we don't really feel the need for it right now. Or I ran into one recently where they were saying it was going to cost twenty five hundred to get it reapproved, uh-huh. and that was a third party company that was going to do the legwork. And mm-hmm. you're just updating a budget, insurance, and a couple of small things. So <sighs> that's something we can check on HUD's website. To, to make sure they're actively approved. Got it. So, Dr. Loan. Dr. Loan. Tell All right. us. So, this loan is really awesome and aggressive. You can, if you're a doctor, basically it's available to medical doctors, including dentists, podiatrists, uh, ophthalmologists, veterinarians are permitted to. Unfortunately, chiropractors are not. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, the Kraken. I do need to see one, though. <laughs> the Kraken. <laughs> the Kraken. I need to see the Kraken. Um, but you, if you have a 700 mid-credit score or better, mm-hmm. you can get up to zero down up to a loan amount of 650000 mm-hmm. which that's huge. That's above mm-hmm. conventional loan limits. Mm-hmm. And if you have a 680 or better credit score, you can get with up to a 95% financing up to 500000 So that's 5% down. That's huge. So uh, let's see here. No loan limitations for doctors and residency anymore. That used to be an issue with this right, loan. Right, that's huge because you work with a lot of residents. So, mm-hmm. okay. And loan amounts up to two million are allowed, but that's going to have a reduced loan amount versus um, property value or purchase price. So you'll have Got to it. put some money down in those situations. All right. So sorry, can't be a hundred percent finance at two million people. <laughs> only up to six fifty. <laughs> only up to six fifty. But it's a great loan, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have any private mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. Which is huge because, yeah. you know, typically if you're putting less than 20% down, you're stuck with that fun stuff right. or not so fun stuff. So that's huge, I think. You know, so, you know, rates are great on it. They're not quite Fannie Mae conventional type rates, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have PMI. So the effective rate is, you know, in the in the ballpark. Yeah. And another point that I think has this come full circle in a lot of what you're talking to us today is where you're based out of, where underwriting does, and where your underwriting, excuse me, is. And tell us about how your company is structured, why you like it. It's different, not only with all these programs that you have, but when it comes to an underwriting perspective. Well, that's always a huge concern with mm-hmm. joining a new team, new company. Sure. Um, and this was a company I considered before my last move. Mm-hmm. And I'm working with a bunch of former coworkers I worked with you know, a few years ago at mm-hmm. a uh, previous company. So inter- a lot of the folks that are in this branch, in this office that I'm there, it's all familiar folks. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like the band is back together. Sure. <laughs> um, underwriting in-house, most of it's specialty loans like a 203K or a renovation loan or the doctor loan. Mm-hmm. Even our non-warrantables, they do go investor specific, but we are okay. a lender. We lend on our own money, but okay. we do have investors that buy from us for servicing. Got it. So we close in our own name and... And okay. uh, we're not a broker. But I so. mean, you're, you've got your underwriting under your roof, so it's yes. not out of state. it's in our corporate office. Them. Yeah, and, and, and then because we're so busy right now, we, there's a bunch of third-party contract underwriting companies we mm-hmm. contract with, too. You can't hire people fast enough right now. Sure. <laughs> no, I know. People that are trained that know this, you know. 
I've hit the, you know, um, delays in closing for that very thing. It's just that getting that final CD out has been pretty difficult. And, you know, if they're two or three days delayed in getting that out, that's another seven days tacked on to when you can officially close. Yeah, and that's why it's a good idea. Like, we try to push that stuff as soon as we can so we get our initial one out. So that way when we're doing our, our final, final revision, mm-hmm. we don't have that waiting period unless mm-hmm. it's a major change. But mm-hmm. in most cases, it's just, you know, little things. Yeah. So we try to get ahead of the game on that as soon as we reach a certain point in the uh, process. But processing's in-house. My loan coordinator's in-house. So that makes a huge difference, too. It does. And and I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we have you back on the show right now because it shows that there's so much that you actually have under your belt. There's such a wide variety of programs that you offer and I think that's really beneficial for people who are looking, whether they're looking at condos, whether they're looking at houses or things that need rehab. I mean, and having that versatility, I think, is really important in this marketplace. So please go over again how it's how best people can get in contact with you if they're interested in, in getting qualified through you. You can find me online, christiandreheim.com or the rockandrollmortgageguy.com, and that's the letter N instead of and. Got it. Um, Facebook, the Rock and Roll Mortgage Guy, Christian Dreheim. Got it. And, uh, you know, I'm on Twitter and some of the other social media sites. And then also, you know, I play in a band called The Infatuations that's all over the place online. And you can yes. always find me through there. Mm-hmm. And we'll actually be at Capitol Park in downtown Detroit for the end of summer series. Fantastic. From 7 to 11 this Saturday. And we have a CD we're releasing, too. Thanks again, everyone. This is Liz in Detroit signing off. Talk to you next time. This is a previously recorded episode of